Hey everyone, this is Joseph Bosco, pastor of Highway Church. Thanks for joining us on our podcast. You know, all of us need the right kind of voices in our lives. Voices that inspire us to know the one who made us. Voices that awaken our divine destiny and reveal to us the goodness of God. Well, that's what this ministry is all about. So enjoy the message. If you're willing to be transformed by the power of the Holy Spirit, you're in the right place. If you're not willing, stick around a little bit. You might just become willing. It was never God's plan to have a dry religious tradition and to have quiet, afraid to move and talk and sing and dance church services. It's the Father's plan that His family would gather regularly, corporately, and celebrate new life in Him. And that's why we're here this morning in this warehouse to celebrate new life at Him. And I'm trying real hard to be normal, but it's just not working. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! I mean, if you stick your finger in an electric socket, don't do it. I'm not a recommending it. But you're going to feel something. Your body's going to react. What happens when the Holy Spirit is inside of you? The electricity of God coursing through your body. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. 2021, he makes all things new. Year of transformation. Transformation takes you to a new place in him. It takes you into a new understanding of his goodness. Takes you into a new realization of what he's done for you. Takes you into a place where you're walking in his strength like you've never walked in it before. Transformation takes us into a place of knowing him like we've never known him before. Are you willing to let go of the way that people have known you? <laughs> I mean, you may have been you may have a reputation that's been you've been building for several decades now. Are you willing to let that go and let the Holy Spirit give you a new identity? That people would know when they see you, they have an opportunity to meet God. That you would get a reputation of the presence of God in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, Christ certainly came to do what he did on the cross. But actually, the cross wasn't the goal. It was the means to the goal. Did you know that? 
Going to the cross was not his goal. He knew he had to do it. Why? So that sons and daughters of God could be born in the earth. That was the goal. A huge, massive family of sons and daughters filled with the Spirit of God. Conduits of the presence of God everywhere they go. You are an opportunity for people to meet God. That's who you are today. The Spirit of God in you. Don't come to church uptight. Plug in. Let go. Dive in the deep end. Thank you, Holy Spirit. <laughs> I'm just listening. To just, God is so good. He's so good. Oh, hallelujah. Would you let him reveal more of himself to you in March? Oh, hallelujah. We're starting a series today called Transformation. Transformation. Because man can't transform you and you can't transform yourself. All man can do is pressure you to behave differently. All man can do is try to modify your behavior through pressure. Behavior modification doesn't work because it doesn't change the heart. It just affects the external actions in a particular area, but it doesn't translate into every area of life. And it doesn't go deep to the core of the person. Man can't transform you. Only God can transform you. God is not interested in behavior modification. He sees through the futility of it and the shallowness of it. His objective is total life transformation. Your whole life transformed from the inside of you to the outside of you. God understands where your engine is. He understands the fuel you need to go all the way. 2021, we're talking about a thorough, complete change that consistently impacts every area of your life for the rest of your life. Transformation. You may as well just stop thinking about how you used to be because it's changing right now. Sorry, you came in, sat down, it's changing. Transformation is happening in your life right now. I'm telling you, there's stuff changing in you right now. Right now, I know it. I know it by the Spirit of God. There's something changing in you right now. There are things changing inside of you that are going to reach every area of your life. And there are things that maybe you needed to let go of that are going to be gone. That are just going to fall away. There are going to be things where you didn't feel like you had the strength to do. And you're going to find the strength is now there. The strength is now there. Oh, hallelujah. The strength 
is now there to do what you could not do before this moment. Transformation. Nah. Romans chapter 12, verse 2, the transformation verse. Let's put it up there. And do not be conformed. That's man's system, right? That's pressure from the outside. Being afraid of what people think of you. Fear of man. Don't be conformed. Don't let the pressure from this world's thinking, from this world's system, shape you. Don't do that. Because it doesn't work anyway. It's fake. You might conform to what people say you should be, but in reality, on the inside, that's not who you are. Don't give in to the pressure of this world. Instead, be transformed by the resurrection power of Christ inside of you. How? By renewing, the renewing of your mind. Conformed is pressure from the outside. Transformed is power from the inside. Man looks on the outside. God looks at the heart. Conformed is being shaped or molded, changed on the outside from pressure from the outside. But it's surface stuff. It's not real. It won't last. It won't impact every area of your life. Transformed is being changed from power on the inside of you that rises up from the inside of you and changes the rest of you. That you may prove, that you may be a living example of the goodness of God, of what is good and acceptable and perfect, the perfect will of God. Hallelujah. In order to experience total life transformation, there are two things you must learn and embrace. Number one, the nature of God. And number two, the ways of God. If you want a life transformation that stems from the core of you, and oozes into every area of your life, spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, socially, professionally, financially, materially. Total life transformation. There are two things you've got to learn about. You've got to grow in the knowledge of. You've got to embrace. One is the nature of God, and two are the ways of God. Let me give you a simple example most of us here have heard the verse John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. The first time I heard that was probably in 1989. And I probably heard it several times before it actually registered. But in this verse we see the nature of God and we see the ways of God. For God so loved the world, his nature, right? So I learned when I heard that verse that actually God loved me because I knew I was one of the people in the world, right? So if you're a people in the world, 
you know God loves you, right? Hello online, how you doing? It's good to see you. We're so thankful for those of you who are joining us online, our highway family right here in the Northeast and, and in different parts of the country and even around the world. We bless you. We're believing God for you. No matter how we're connected, whether it's in person or through the internet, we're believing God for you. Fully participate in every gathering that we have. And let the Holy Spirit transform you and bless you and lead you forward into everything he's purposed for you. For God so loved the world, I heard that and it began to sink in that he loved me. That's his nature, his love. He is love. When you begin to learn that and you begin to embrace it, a transformation starts. And then for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whosoever would believe in him would not perish but have eternal life, his ways. He gave his son so that we could believe in what his son did for us and receive a new life, a quality of life that the Bible calls eternal life, God's quality of life, Zoe life. So in John 3.16, if you'll receive it, It reveals to us his nature and his ways. There are many, many, many passages like that. When we read through the Bible, we're looking for those passages that reveal to us God's nature and God's ways. When we find those passages, we meditate in them. We just sit there and soak them up. You can't hear John 3.16 too much. There is no Bible scripture that you can hear too much. And if you think that, that's just your flesh. His word is endless in what it will do. If you, if you meditated on John 3.16 every day for the rest of your life, my oh my what the Holy Spirit could do in your life. There is endless revelation of God's nature and his ways in John 3.16. As in every other scripture. All right? So when I believed that he loved me, and I saw that it was his way for me to put my faith in Jesus Christ, I did that in 1989. And what happened when I learned his nature and I learned his ways, a transformation took place in my spirit. I was born a second time. Jesus called it being born again in John chapter 3 or being born from above. In other words, I embraced God's nature and God's ways which opened the door for his spirit to enter my spirit and make my spirit brand new. And I became a new creature in Christ Jesus. 2 Corinthians 5.17. Right? Do you see how that works? Many of you here are new creatures. Many of you online are new creatures in Christ. Some of you maybe haven't uh, embraced his love for you and haven't put your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You can do that right now as during our time together. You don't need anyone to, to say a special prayer over you. That's something you can do anywhere at any time of your own free will. So we encourage you to do that now, even as we're... Continuing in the service, embrace the nature of God and receive his love for you. Put your faith in Jesus Christ and let the Holy Spirit make your spirit brand new. 
So, now, if I would have stopped right there in 1989 and did not continue learning his nature and did not continue embracing his ways, the transformation in my spirit would have gone no further. And this happens a lot. Because of man's religious reasonings and tradition. They're taught that you come into a church and, you, and there's a certain prayer you have to pray and then you're all set. And they don't grow after that. Okay, I did that. I was dunked in water, I'm good. God's not interested in you being dunked in water. That was John the Baptist's ministry. Jesus came that you'd be immersed in fire, the Holy Spirit. We baptize in fire. It's time for fire in your life, the fire of the Holy Spirit. It won't hurt you. It will heal you. So in 1989, I learned of his nature and his ways, and I put my faith in his nature and his ways, and the Holy Spirit made my spirit brand new. But I wasn't after a one-time experience. I wasn't interested in getting to heaven. I wasn't interested in, in being perfect. My goal was to know him more intimately. That was my goal, 19 years old, 1989. Because my goal was to know him more intimately, I passionately pursued his nature and his ways. And I just couldn't read, I still can't read this Bible enough, but I was just, would just read and read and listen to messages, couldn't wait for the doors of the church to open. I just wanted to be in there. I wanted to hear about God's love for me. I wanted to learn about his nature. I wanted to learn about his ways. Why? Because I wanted him more than anything. How about you? Maybe you don't want him more than anything, and that's okay. Just change right now. Just, just flip it. Just make, okay, I, you know, in the past, I haven't wanted you more than anything, but you know what? From now on, you're it for me. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Just change right now. And we have that ability to go from not doing something to doing something in a moment. Isn't that powerful? We have that ability to instantly begin doing something that we decided we weren't going to do yesterday. So I could have been just kind of coasting through, you know, my relationship with God. And, you know, he was a part of my life, but he wasn't my life. But today that can change just by deciding, God, from now on, my passion is knowing you more intimately. All you got to do is just change your mind. That's it. That's what repentance is. It's changing your mind. It's just choosing to think differently. It's choosing to embrace his nature and embrace his ways. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I decided that I just needed all I could get of God in my life. 
And you see, as you continue to learn and embrace his nature and his ways, it fuels this process inside of you. It fuels this process of transformation, and it never stops. And it brings the reality, if you're born again, it brings all of the powerful resurrection life that's in your spirit, it starts bringing it to the surface, into your soul, your mind, and your emotions, and into your physical body. I can feel the presence of God in my physical body right now. It wasn't always like that. And I, and I don't always feel it in my body. The first time I prayed in the Spirit back in 1989, I didn't really know what it was. No one explained it to me. So I, I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then a few, you know, a few utterances came out. But as I continued doing it, and that's the person who prayed for me. said, just go home and in your quiet time, pray in the Spirit. Just open your mouth and let it flow. And I just cultivated it. And there, usually when I begin praying in the Spirit, I can feel the resurrection life in me fluttering from my spirit. I can feel my body tingling. Transformation. What's in your spirit needs to come into your body. If you don't embrace and learn and grow in his nature and his ways, what's in your spirit's just going to stay in your spirit. Many Christians, new creations in Christ, but what's in their spirit, you wouldn't know it's even in there. Because they don't know his nature and his ways. They know religious tradition. They've been told things about God that aren't true and they accepted them. But they haven't really come to know how much he loves them. How good he really is. So as you continue to learn about his nature and his ways, you begin to see things you couldn't see before. I remember after I got born again, I, I was a, a couple hundred miles, I had already moved out of my, the home I grew up in, but I remember going back home for the first time. And I walked in my house, and I could see the darkness. I could feel the presence of spiritual activity. Why? I was being transformation inside. I was pursuing him. I was in his word. I was in church every time the doors were open. I was listening to the preach word of God. I'd listen to messages during the week, worshiping God everywhere I went, praying in the spirit. So I came back into the environment I grew up in, and I, I saw things I never saw before. Transformation. Resurrection life in your spirit coming to the surface, changing your mind. Affecting your mind, the way you make decisions. <laughs> the resurrection life of Christ oozing out of your spirit into your natural mind. I thought differently. It was almost like 
my family was talking to me through like a glass or something. It's like I was different. And they were, nothing changed on their end, but I came in, I felt like I was just surrounded. I didn't, I didn't know how to articulate it back then, but I just, I can remember, this isn't what I'm talking about it, I stepping in that door and walking through the, and just feeling like I'm looking at them through a glass. Hallelujah. Transformation. You, I began to see things that I couldn't see before, and things started to make sense. And boy, there are some dark spirits at work. I, I realized there were dark spirits at work in my life growing up and in my family that I couldn't recognize, they couldn't recognize. Transformation. You begin to understand things you never understood before. And you're able to make decisions based on the nature of God and the ways of God instead of how you may currently feel or the wisdom of man. It lifts you into a whole new way of living. But it is not automatic. You have to choose to pursue Him. You have to choose it. Just like you have to, you can have the best chef in the world make you the most delicious meal, but you will not enjoy it unless you choose to take a bite. In order to take a bite, I've got to go to the restaurant, right? I've got to spend money on gas. I've got to get out of my pajamas, take a shower, put on my clothes, right? I've got to pull up, find a parking spot, maybe have to pay for parking, right? Maybe there's a dress code. I've got to put a suit on. I don't know. One place we were away for our anniversary, and, and one place we were calling was full, but they had, they had a dress code. And... Uh, I didn't have the right clothes with me, so it was full. We couldn't go anyway. But and you've got to you've got to be willing to spend to know Him. You got to be willing to take what you currently have and use it for His glory. to spend what you currently have for his glory. I'm not just talking about money. I'm talking about your time, your talents, your energy, your resources. And that was a done deal for me in 1989. I just, you know, I said, God, I want all that you are, and I don't care what I have to give to get that. And, it, it, and that's what I did. I just gave him everything. And I made mistakes. I'm, I'm certainly far from perfect, but that was my attitude of a heart. And I was criticized. My biological mom thought I uh, had lost my mind and that uh, I had become a part of some cult. I said, well, I'm, I'm reading the Bible. You're, you're what? How could you read the Bible? What's wrong with you? That's for the priests, not you. I couldn't help it. I had to have Jesus. I couldn't get enough of him. Still can't. And I don't care who criticizes for me or rejects me because of it. You see, transformation is waiting for you. 
It's just on the other side of you giving your whole self to him. That's all. Jesus doesn't ask for much, just everything. (laughs) Am I right about it? Is that what he asks for? Have you read the Gospels? Right? Anyone who does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me? Woo! Okay. Then that's what I'll do. He who does not hate his father, mother, brother, sister, wife, children, parents is not worthy of me. Right? Okay then. In other words, our love for him makes our love for anyone else look like hate in comparison because we love him so much. God isn't interested in competing for your affections. He loves you. He wants you to receive his affection and love for you. You see, he gave his son for you. When uh, Tom Brady throws touchdown passes, you hear about it as a New England fan, right? Everyone would talk about it in the touchdowns and the, the championships. God gave his son. You need to hear about that. You need to hear about it and realize what he's done for you. That was, that's how much God wants you. He demonstrated his passionate love and pursuit of you by giving you his son. So I don't know if that came out of my mouth right when I said God's not interested in competing for your affection. I I don't know that I'm able to get out what I'm trying to say. Maybe it's this. God recognizes that anything else that is competing for your affection is a waste of time compared to him. I think that's what I wanted to say. God sees through the fluff and the shallow and the fake. And he knows that compared to his love for you, everything else is a waste of time. Transformation. Transformation. If you've been born again, continue pursuing him. Just decide that whether I'm 15 or 72, or 110. From this moment on in my life, Father, you are my all. I will passionately pursue you with all that I am, no matter what the expense, no matter who rejects me, because you're worth it. Yeah. Hallelujah. And you see, when you allow this transformation to take place, you'll begin to walk 
into places you couldn't walk into before. You'll be able to do things you couldn't do before. You'll be able to see things you couldn't see before. Why? Because your pursuit of Christ, your choice, your decision to let him be your everything has opened the door in your spirit for the resurrection life of Christ to begin flowing into your soul and your body and into every area of your life. Transformation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a way of living that is new to us. However, it's the way we were originally created and designed. Well, then how can it be new to us? if we were originally created to live that way. Because sin robbed it from us. Sin robbed from us God's way of life. All of us have sinned. All of us have fallen from the glorious way of life God called us to and created us for. We, when, we, when we fell, when we sinned, we traded light for darkness. We traded healing for sickness. We traded life for death. God is everything you could ever dream of and infinitely more. It makes no sense to not decide that he is your all when you realize how good he is. You don't have to tell me twice to go to our favorite restaurant because I've been there. It's Jennifer and I's favorite restaurant. I've been there. I know the atmosphere. I know what the food tastes like. When you tasted of him, it makes no sense to not pursue him. So take a big bite of Jesus right now. Believe that he loves you perfectly. Believe that he came to set you free from every bondage. Believe that he bore your sicknesses and carried your diseases, and by his wounds you're healed. That's how we eat Jesus. We learn about what he did for us. We learn his nature and his ways and we believe in them. And we speak them. And we grow in them. And we refuse anything less or contrary to them. It was the Father's love that sent his Son so that bad trade we made when we traded darkness for light, light for darkness, when we traded uh, wisdom for confusion, love for offense, peace for strife, health for sickness, that, that terrible trade we made. You know, usually when you buy something, you have a period of time when you can change your mind. Maybe it's 24 hours, maybe three days. What's it called? The right of rescission? 
right? I remember years ago, first time I learned that you had that, I thought, oh, that's good to know. You have a right of rescission. You don't have to continue living in darkness. But God's right of rescission is gracious. It's, it's, it's available to you right now. You can change your mind right now. And you can, you can trade your darkness for his light, your sickness for his health, your confusion for his wisdom, your strife for his peace, your lack for his abundance. He purchased that right for you. Exercise it. Change your mind today and say, Father, you're my all and all. I embrace your nature and your ways. He sent his son so that we could be translated out of darkness into his marvelous light so that we could begin living according to his original design. Because his original design was perfect. He made you in his image. Hallelujah. In his exact likeness, the scriptures teach. Right? So he sent his son because he knew the robbery that took place. So Christ took your place on the cross. First, he demonstrated clearly through his life and ministry the nature of God so that we can fully embrace God's nature. And I understand a lot of are afraid of God because they've heard wrong things about God. They've heard that God makes people sick to teach them to be humble. They heard that God takes tragedies and, and uses them, that God uses the devil to accomplish his plans on earth. And every one of those things is absolutely false. God has never once used the devil for anything. Satan is not a subcontractor of heaven. He's the adversary of God. They have no agreement. They don't uh, console together to come up with plans to humble people. And you can learn the true nature of God by reading Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts. Look at God in the flesh and you'll find out he never made anyone sick. Never. Not once. He doesn't do things like that. Never once will you see Jesus cause a tragedy to teach anyone anything. God doesn't do things like that. I've seen very prominent ministries, international ministries, stand up and say things like 9-11. God allowed that to humble America. If I swore, I'd probably swear right now. That's BS is what that is. Did a pastor just say that? Yeah. I'm just trying to be nice. I was going to say the, the, the translation of that, but I won't. No, 9-11 was Satan's attack on innocent people's lives to destroy mankind. It was Satan who inspired that and who orchestrated that, not God. And unfortunately, 
prominent ministers have taught things like that and people accept them because a prominent minister says them instead of looking at Jesus for themselves and seeing, wait a minute, that doesn't match the ministry of Christ. He doesn't do things like that. So what you're saying, regardless of the degrees or seminary you went to, I think you've got it wrong, friend. My Jesus is a different Jesus. He doesn't destroy innocent people's lives. He saves and heals them. It's time for you to know his nature and get every junk thought out of your mind and throw it in the trash for good. Hmm. You see, when you embrace his nature and his ways and you get rid of man's ideas about God, how do I do that? I study Jesus. I, meaning all of us, how do we do that? I open up my Bible and I read Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts, and I realize when I'm reading Jesus, I'm looking at God's nature in action. Are you with me? I'm looking at God's nature in action, and God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He cannot change. He's perfect. He can't vary 1%. He can't. He cannot do it. He cannot lie. He cannot be perverted. He cannot hurt you. He cannot make you sick. He only knows how to heal. And you'll see that because Jesus revealed to us God's nature and God's ways. But you've got to study it yourself because there are a lot of people who are esteemed in the religious world that will tell you otherwise. I just made up my mind in 1989, I'm going to go with him. I'm going to go with Jesus, no matter who tells me otherwise. And I'm not going back on that. And yes, you'll lose some friends. You'll be thought as maybe you're in a cult. But you know what people think of you really just doesn't matter. Because you have a destiny to fulfill. It's time to know your father as he is. And I'm telling you, there's nothing bad about him. No darkness or evil dwells with him. You can fully trust him to protect you and heal you and lead you and guide you and provide for you for the rest of your days. He is faithful to love you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. He just needs you to believe that, to embrace that, and to grow in that reality. So study your scriptures. Study Jesus in the scriptures. I was hoping we can get it. I have some treasures for you. But if we get into them, we're just going to go on for a while. So we're just going to have to wait. 2021, knowing the Son in 2021, transformation, being led by the Spirit, letting God make all things new in your life. I mean making all things new in your life. So you'll look back and think, wow, I am a different person. I don't even remember thinking that way. I don't even remember trying to deal with situations that way anymore because you're dealing with things in a whole new way from a whole new position in Him.
from a whole new level of wisdom and strength. I'm telling you there are treasures on the other side of your decision to make him your everything. Oh, I was hoping I could get to what I wanted to get to today, but it's all right. We're going to begin here, transformation. Jen Tringale is going to be with us next week. You do not want to miss it. Hallelujah. And then we will get into these treasures two Sundays from now. But I received an email uh, from Jen, and it was what her partner email, and I think the title of the email was, I don't remember the order, but it was basically transition and transformation. And I hope you're awake because I'm telling you this year is meant to be different. It started on our seventh anniversary and we're just going higher. But I'm telling you, God, there is, there is transformation for you that will bring about transition in your life. It's time. It's time to transition. It's time to take the next step. It's time to move forward. All right? So I want to encourage you again to worship God throughout your day and your night, to, to eat fresh hot Jesus, to study his nature and his ways in the word, and come every time we gather expecting the power of the Spirit to meet you where you are and to bring about his transformation in your life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Oh, wow. It's so good to be free. It's so good for this liberty you've given us in Christ to be free from man's religious bondage, from the fear of man, from uh, wrong ideas of you. It's so good just to be in relationship with you, to know your love for us, to know that you're our Father, to know that you gave your Son for us, that you fully demonstrated how much you want to know us, how much you want us to know you through the sacrifice of your son. And that in this moment, we can choose to have all of you. We have that free will to make that choice. And that's what we choose, to have all of you. From this moment forward, our past is over. From this moment forward, you are our all in all. You are the sugar in our tea, the cream in our tea, and the tea in our cup. You're the cup and the saucer and the table it's sitting on and the chair we're sitting in and the house it's in and the car we drive, the ground we walk on and the air we breathe. From this moment on, we give you our whole lives. And we worship you with our lives. So Father, it's Sunday, the first day of a new week. I'm sure you probably knew that. So. But it is Sunday, the first day of a week. You know, you can laugh with God. It's all right. God's funny. Did you know God's funny? He is. He's funny. Funny God. Funny God. He has a great sense of humor. He laughs. And you should laugh too. Father, thank you. You put a smile on our face that nothing can erase. Your yoke's not heavy. It's easy and it's light. Your commandments aren't burdensome. They lift us up and strengthen us.
your word takes us into the wonders of your person. So, Father, we fully embrace your nature and your ways, and we ask your Holy Spirit to show yourself to us. Reveal Christ to us. Help us to turn from darkness to light, from the power of Satan to the power of God, and live the abundant life that Christ came to give us. It's in Jesus' name we pray. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.